Hello, my name's Prem Raja, and welcome to episode 5 of the Currency Blog Podcast. Um, first of all, apologies if I'm sounding a little bit bunged up. Um, I've been suffering from the man flu um, over the last couple of days. Um, but it's been quite a volatile week um, on the markets. Uh, first of all, we've started to see quite a bit of strength um, in sterling. We've we managed to hit 112.80 against the euro, which has definitely opened up the routes for 113. Um, if we manage to hold above 113.50... Uh, over the next week or so, I can see the case for it to move to the 115 area. Um, it's not something to get too excited about yet because all it takes is one comment from the government to push that back down. Um, however, there's enough of a case for it to continue rallying and definitely um, the pound looks pretty strong right now. Um, similarly, against the dollar, we've managed to cross 125. Um, over the last couple of days, which is pretty good. Um, the, the euro essentially has weakened significantly because uh, the ECB um, cut their deposit rates again last week um, and they've restarted QE. Um, for those of you who don't know, QE is, stands for quantitative easing um, and it's essentially the printing of money, um, which essentially just weakens your own currency because you're increasing the supply of it. Um, because of that decision, the markets are now watching the Fed and the Bank of England this week um, to see what happens with interest rates. So I'll move on to this week. Um, on Wednesday, um, the UK will release um, inflation figures uh, for August. Now, we're expecting to see a very slight drop uh, to 1.8%, but just so you're all aware, the inflation target in the UK is 2%. Um, so we shouldn't see much of an effect on the market, to be fair, if it's just below. Um, and it's not enough of a drop to urge the Bank of England to do anything on Thursday, but we'll delve, delve into that a little bit further in a minute. Um, on Wednesday evening, however, uh, we've got the Fed interest rate decision, and the Fed is actually expected to also cut their interest rates this month uh, by 25 basis points. Um, in theory, this should weaken the US dollar. Um, however, first of all, this is priced in. Everybody knows this is going to happen. It's widely expected. Um, and also, previous cuts, uh, like the one we saw a couple of months ago, actually strengthened the dollar because it was done to strengthen the market. So I wouldn't bank on this weakening the dollar this week. Um, of course, we could be wrong here. Um, but if you are trading on Wednesday, uh, the you know on the dollar in particular, whether it's euro dollar or sterling dollar, um, just be very careful. Uh, with the orders that you put in and the levels that you're looking at because really the markets are going to be watching um, Fed Chair Powell's speech as opposed to the actual interest rate cut. Um, we have also actually started to see gold and silver start uh, weakening off over the last week as well. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens within the commodities market this week. Um, moving on to Thursday, uh, we have the Bank of England rate decision. Um, as I mentioned earlier, we're not actually expecting to see any movement. Um mainly because the economy in the UK has started to be a little bit more resilient than we initially thought. Um, data has actually started to come out pretty strong. Um, most manufacturing figures have been good. Uh, we've got retail sales expected good this week. Inflation doesn't look too bad. So there's no real reason for the Bank of England to make any moves right now. Um, and of course, we've now blocked a no-deal Brexit, um, which was the main reason the Bank of England had fears in the first place. Um, Still, the market will be waiting to see what Mark Carney has to say, as he did mention before that he's willing to cut rates if necessary. From what I can see right now, it doesn't look like it's needed. Um, however, we'll wait to see what happens on Thursday um, and see what the Bank of England has in store for the pound next and if there will be any movement. Um, alongside this, um, you know, Brexit is going to be the main driver for the pound. Um, as I mentioned, retail sales this week is expected to come out. Looks good. Um and like I said, recent other UK data has been fine. So really, it's the fact that 
a general election could still be on the cards. From what I've seen, the earliest could be November now. Um, so really, the markets are going to be watching to see if a deal looks like looks like it's going to happen on October the thirty first. Is the government going to extend until January? Um, and if so, what happens next? So there's still a lot of volatility ahead. So if you are trading with sterling, I would definitely take advantage of the, the peaks as opposed to the valleys, um, because they are definitely still yet to come. Um, but just be very careful, because when we do have these short-term strengths, um, you don't want to take it for granted. So, look, if you have any uh, inquiries in regards to what's going to happen this week, it is due to be quite volatile. Um, please don't hesitate, hesitate to contact me on the website, uh, www.thecurrencyblog.com. Um, and if you have any feedback or if you have anything else that you wish to add or if you'd like extra sort of analysis, don't hesitate to contact me. Um, please don't forget to leave a review. Um, wherever you're listening, whether it's on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud. Um, and listen, thank you very much for listening again. Uh, my name's Prem Raja, and you've been listening to the Currency Blood Podcast.